0: he was saying yeah those anglerfish man they have this light that produces a signal that attracts people to it mm. but it's a trap mm-hmm. and then they just eat you yeah and the uh, this was the thing that really did it in my mind was that feldspar says you know those anglerfish they're blind they they don't have eyes they can't mm-hmm. see so what you think is an eye as you go towards the light turns out to be a thing that doesn't have an eye. There is no eye. Mm. There is just a, a beacon that gets you to go to a place so that a thing can, can eat then him. consume you and and steal your time. Now, okay, I don't know. wait a second. I don't know what that means, but I mm. feel like the anglerfish are maybe a microcosm of the game itself. Yes, or of what the eye of the universe is. Yes, exactly. Right? Yep. So... so it's
1: Hello, Pri. Welcome back to the State of the Ark <laughs> podcast.
0: Very good. <laughs> oh,
1: my name is Mike. Very good. My name is Casey. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Outer Wilds. We got a lot done this week. There's yep. a lot to talk about. Um, there's a couple of things from planets we've already done that I want to quickly go over. So, from Buddha oh, Hollow, okay. Tower of Quantum Knowledge. We didn't get to that last time. And then the Tower of... What is it called? Tower of Quantum Trials. Yeah, and I was that one was On Giant Steep. Good. Two very important things. So we'll get into that, and then the plan for today is to go through the orbital space cannon around Giant Steep, um, the Interloper um, Comet, and uh, Timber Hearth, and then Dark Bramble. We're going to try and get through all those today, which <laughs> I think will leave us with basically... The Quantum Moon and the end of the game next time. I think okay. we'll basically be able to finish the game next episode okay. and then move into the, the DLC,
0: DLC after. after that.
1: Okay, cool. Okay. Anything no. else that okay that we've missed or anything otherwise? Uh, right. I don't think so. Okay. So let's do Tower of Quantum Knowledge. This one's pretty cool because I it's think the cool. way you're supposed to do this, or the way I think most people will have done this, is you wait till near the end of the cycle when it's going to fall. The tower is going to fall into the black hole because it has like, one of those like walkways that change gravity so you yeah. can walk on the wall, but it's been broken, so you can't just walk into it. Yeah. So you have to wait for it to fall into the black hole so that it'll be in zero G at the white hole station or near the white hole station so you can fly inside of it and read all the things. hmm But I found some other people online who did some really cool – well, a really cool way of getting in there, which Mm -hmm. is you kind of go behind it, and you jump towards the black hole, but you're boosting forward, and it'll basically throw you into an area where you can get inside by just, like, flying into it. but
0: (laughs) that would be hard, right? It's really hard. To um, calculate that and to slingshot. It's really
1: hard, but it is a way in which you can then explore it earlier in the cycle have, have without having time. to wait forever
0: <laughs> okay. and
1: without having to do it in zero G you can actually walk and like take your time looking at stuff. Oh, not really? that it takes that long because it's designed to be done at mm-hmm. the end of the cycle. And so there's not that much really to read in there. I think there's like two, um, scrolls worth of like info yeah, to yeah, actually look at. So anyway, um, here is, uh, what they say. So we have this, Grove, okay, so this is the grove observations. This is before, like, when you land, and there's that shard that moves around. Oh, yeah. So, um, message from Plume here. The trees are moving. The trees in this grove wander about freely. The entire planet, roots and all. The entire plant, roots and all. This is not normal, even for this alien planet, and I never see them move. Is this even possible? If anything else witnesses this destruction, uh, if anyone else just witnesses this disturbing behavior, I implore you record your observations here. Either these trees are apparent or my brain must be. This thatch says plume is right. The trees do move. I confess I didn't notice until I read his notes. Alarmingly, it is only the trees. There is other matter in the area, such as that unusual rock shard moving in this, uh, in an eerily similar way. So it's not just the trees. Um, Felix says, the rock is unusual for another reason too, Thatch. It possesses color and texture I've never seen elsewhere on this planet. Hypothesis this rock shard. Presence is significant. We should study it. Could it be causing other uh, nearby objects to move about in this area? This has been true Mm. in other places. Like in the the caves on the twins, it's only in that place where the rock shard kind of moves in between different parts of the cave where... Cacti and uh, other like rock formations move around. Where they also move too. Yes. Very interesting. Um, So it seems when you're in close proximity to one of these things, it's quantum nature sort of spreads to other objects as well. Hmm. Um, So it's not just these objects, which I'm guessing come from the quantum moon, but anything that they come in contact or, or near contact with will also adopt these properties. Cool. Um, Then we get to the tower description from the surface. Bells. Beneath your feet lies the Tower of Quantum Knowledge. If you are preparing to make your first pilgrimage to the quantum moon, descend the steps to the entrance below. The knowledge held within will help you on your journey. So let's try to piece this together because we were talking about before we even started here today. We feel like the quantum moon is kind of like the last real yeah. big thing to do yes and, and neither I, I, of us really have put it together yet how to get there no
0: yeah i i know like the idea is don't let it out of your sight take pictures use your camera like shoot the thing out <laughs> do, do, do 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 take pictures and then like fly around it my idea is i'm gonna try to like fly around it um i don't know how i'm going to um approach it but they've set this all up for me with the knowledge and the trials and everything they're like basically telling me you can do this go do it Yes. And um, I'm excited to try. Yes. So
1: now that we're going to go over some of these things again, maybe we'll it'll click exactly what to do. <laughs> because what you're talking about, taking a picture of it, will keep it in place even yep. when you're not directly looking yes. at it. Because as long as you've got a photograph and you're observing it that way, it will stay in
0: place. <laughs> yeah. We learned that in the next thing we're going to talk about in the trials. But also, but, also uh, the idea of quantum entanglement. Once you attach yourself to the moon, you're there, yeah. right? It may continue to move places, but you'll just move with it. Yes. Kind of like yeah. the shards when you, like yeah. in the case when you turn the light
1: off. Exactly. And you're, you're in contact with it. It moves around and you stay with it, right? Okay. So the tower shard, Thatch's Plume, Felix, and I have determined this atypical rock shard is the reason objects in this grove are behaving in a quantum manner. Of note, a unique signal is coming from this shard. That's another thing I wish I had mm. known before starting this game, and it has caused me some trouble and I've had to like go back and do some things. Um the signal scope is like really important and you should use it all the time. <laughs> because like I probably don't use it as often as I should, but like, even when you discover one of the travelers or something, yeah. if you don't take your signal scope out and point it at them when you're standing next to them, it doesn't go into the log. That's Rybeck's oh, signal. That's right. Gabbro's signal. Oh, that's funny. That's Feldspar's signal. Hmm. you got to, like, point it directly have at to them. You sign it. Re- otherwise, it won't huh. know what it is. So, like, for instance, uh, the probes, um, they, uh, the, not the probes, the, the pods, that all of the Nomai like escaped on, they have distress signals coming right next to where they landed. So I know what that sounds like, but i didn't point my signal scope at it from like five feet away so my (laughs) my, it was never registered so that it would then be an option to try to locate that same distress signal in dark bramble later so i was like wait Uh... i can't I'm, i'm supposed to be like looking for a distress signal for a pot in here but there's no option for that in my signal scope and I had to go back and like yep. record those. So use your freaking signal scope literally <laughs> on everything. And the shards are similar. Like yeah, I had in my log forever, there's more to explore here in the quantum caves. Yeah, and and I was, was like, it. what? <laughs> what is it? I've gone here like 10 <laughs> times and I've I've, I've oh, read funny. and reread every single thing. Like what is there? What am I missing? And it was literally just point your signal scope at the freaking shard. That was the only thing I was supposed to do left. So make sure you do that. You might be missing some things just because of that. So anyway, uh, I've gone back and tried to find all these shards again and and point my signal scope at it in case I was missing something. Okay. Um, I've heard the same signal. This shard produces calling from Giants Deep, Timber Hearth, and the Hourglass Twins. So the Mm -hmm. Hourglass Twins is the... uh, the one in the caves, right? There's also one on giants deep and there's also one on timber earth. So make sure you get those two. And then this one on brittle hollow. Suppose there are other shards like this one. Oh, there are. The only other object we've observed displaying this quantum behavior is the wandering moon. I imagine this moon's behavior and this groves are related. Plume says in her note from earlier, Felix mentions this strange type of rock isn't found elsewhere on brittle hollow. What if it isn't originally from this planet? Hypothesis, the quantum shard is from the wandering quantum moon. Perhaps it is even a small piece of the moon itself. Ooh, very good. Yep. I'm thinking that that's what it is. Okay. So now, bottom of the tower. Okay. Bell says, be welcome in this place. Above you stands the tower of quantum knowledge. Mm -hmm. If you're making your first pilgrimage to the quantum moon, ascend these stairs and obtain the last of the knowledge you need for your journey. So this is supposed to be like a final hint on how to get there, right? (laughs) Pilgrimage information. If you're here to make your first pilgrimage to the quantum moon, you are almost prepared to set out on this deeply significant journey. Before you do pause and remember your history. We are making, or we make this journey not only for ourselves, but also to honor the members of our clan who came before us. Those who after the crash, that brought them into the star system became stranded on Brittle Hollow and on Ember Twin with no communication between these two groups of survivors. Mm -hmm. These Nomai looked upward from two different planets and saw the same wandering moon visiting their skies. It was this moon, the quantum moon, that kept their curiosity alive during this long period of hardship. After the two divided groups were able to reunite, it became our clan's united goal to find and visit the quantum moon. This took time, and many Nomai who dreamed of seeing the quantum moon died before we discovered how to make the journey. When you reach the quantum moon, recall these Nomai and carry their curiosity onward with you. Okay, so this is the last one. Solanum's Mentor. Welcome to Solanum. Your arrival here means you've completed your preparations on Giant Steep and are ready to depart for the Quantum Moon. On your pilgrimage to the Quantum Moon, or on your pilgrimage, the Quantum Moon will carry you just as it carried me and many in our clan before me to the to the Moon's sixth and most secret location. You'll be aided in your pilgrimage by the shrine uh, our clan built on the Quantum Moon but remember this final rule to explore the sixth location, the shrine must be on the moon's North pole to explore this sixth location. The shrine must be on the moon's North pole. So the, sh- I'm guessing the shrine, the shrine moves on the quantum moon. Oh gosh.
0: So that's going to be <laughs> that's fun. Possible. Gosh, you know what? Maybe everything moves on the quantum moon. <laughs> I even everything know is constantly. It's going to be crazy. Oh, that will be wild. Uh, another thought too, they're talking about this. Um, Gosh, I thought it was essentially the eye of the universe that is the sixth location, right? I, th- I think so. But I thought that they never really got to the eye of the universe. So the fact that they got to this moon, and the moon goes there, and they know the moon goes there, but yet they never unless, went there, unless it's just not what we think.
1: Unless it's not what we think, yeah. Maybe right. the sixth location is that they're talking about isn't necessarily the eye of the universe, but... Well, um, this game will be that, a bit that, longer. That is a kids. good question, though, because... It, it, we still don't have all the pieces yet. We have a lot of pieces of the puzzle. So it's like really starting to come together. But I was under the same assumption that they never actually found the eye of the universe because that's what the Ash twin project was for. They were supposed to ignite the sun, which would start the loop, which would allow them to shoot millions of probes, over and over and over record their memories so that they could stay alive indefinitely in this loop until it randomly found the thing. And then they weren't able to make the sun explode. So they couldn't really even get started on the project. And they just decided to go look at the interloper, which we'll get to in a second. Right. But so I would assume now based on knowing that, that this sixth location isn't, the The eye of the universe. Okay. Otherwise, the Ash Twin project would be uh, redundant. There would be no need to have done it at all. Yeah.
0: So, I'm. I'm also wondering. Uh, we don't know exactly what happened to the Nomai, right? Um. We know what happened to a lot of them. We do know what happened to a lot of them.
1: <laughs> well, you mean like the ones in this solar system, or the ones like out, like the other ones that, like the, the no, ones the that one, never came. I'm here? mostly talking about the ones in this solar system. I think we do. That I think we do. Okay. But that has to do with ghost matter and the interloper, but. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Or okay. whether they died before that even happened, but anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, okay. Um, okay, real quick, t- Tower of Quantum Trials on Giant Deep. So again, I was looking kind of forever for this, like in kind of an embarrassingly long time being like, I know there's something else I'm supposed to do here. And it was just, the, right in front of you, this giant tornado the whole time.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah,
1: that's going to have an eye in it. Like, let's see if I can fly into that thing. There uh, it was. Right. So it. there's a lot of things like that in this game where it's it seems really, really simple. But you can, like, really Her. take a long time overthinking things and scratching your head forever. Um, <laughs> but that's where the location okay. of the fifth island on Giant Steep is. It's inside the eye of the giant tornado. Okay. Um, so you go inside of there, be welcome in this place. The tower shares with all who, uh, ask the knowledge needed to make his or her first quantum journey, enter this place without friends. However, these lessons are to be learned for yourself. So there's not like a lot to read here, but the big thing, the big thing that you learn, and it's really on the second trial, you go into the second trial and the way that it's set up is there's kind of like four different platforms around the room that the arch yeah. that will lead you to the next floor yeah, moves yeah. around to, but the gravity is stronger. Yeah, on, you can't just fly So you there. can't just fly up to the platform. Yeah. You have to walk around the stairs, but by the time we've done that, you've stopped observing the thing yeah. that's going to move. So the, the, um, the hint that they give you is observing a quantum object, observing an image of a quantum object, these are the same. So,
0: okay. Is it? I don't think it <laughs> in is. In real
1: life or in this game? <laughs> in real
0: life. <laughs> so this game has enough, like, sciencey stuff that seems real enough to me yeah. to where I'm like, oh, b- it's based on real stuff. Um, I think they're taking a lot of liberties. The more the game, as the game goes on and we get deeper into this, um, it's cool. I love it. I don't, I just don't, th- I'm pretty sure that's not, <laughs> that's how, not it how it works. works. I'm pretty sure that's not so, how it works.
1: Um, I, I just want to make this uh, quick mention really quick, just to let people know that I've seen it. We've had a, a few people reach out of all the things that I'm probably the proudest of in regards to our work on this podcast mm. is the fact that we get like super high level professionals reaching out to us in like DMs saying, Hey, I'm, like an astrophysicist or I'm yeah. a high level in like uh, military awesome. and I, oh, yeah, I yeah. program um, missile systems yeah, yeah. back with like final fantasy eight. Right. Yeah, and fun. basically it's a complete BS the way this works in the game. And here's why <laughs> yeah. like they'll explain it to us. Right. Cool. So I've had a few people reach out already to explain things like quantum entanglement um, okay, to cool. that. We've had questions on. So yeah. I'm saving responding to those for okay. like the end of the podcast after we've got through everything and we've had a chance to ask all the questions we don't really know about so that they can tell us more and then dude mcguy of course is taking uh notes on comments and then i've gotten some dms Perfect. and okay. uh, messages on discord or not on discord on uh, patreon and things like that so i think we'll get questions like that answered at the end of the podcast by people who know better than us just want to throw that out there Kick and in. i've seen your messages thank you for reaching out <laughs> Okay, so in the game, though, you shoot your probe, you take a picture of the object, and you're looking at the photograph it took. And then yeah. you can walk around the stairs and stop like, with your eyes looking at it, and it will stay in place, and then you can go down. Yeah. So that's like the big thing you learn from the trials, really.
0: Yeah, the rest
1: so. of them are kind of just like, okay, now use that principle on a couple of different puzzles to get to the end,
0: right? <clears throat> yeah, my favorite was walking up the wall. Yes. Uh, where it's got two crystals, way too far spaced apart, you can't get up the whole wall. Yep. So, but as you turn and look again, you realize they're moving places. Mm-hmm. So you've got to get one while it's low, and then turn and look until one's like closer to you, and then take a picture of it. Anyways, it's, it's and then fun. take a picture of where there are oh, two of in the, the, the picture. previous one. So now there yeah, are two that's right. on
1: the, p- and then you can actually go up. That's and then, right. That's then right. Three in a row. Yeah. And so you find a way up to the top. It's fun. Anyway. Uh, You get to the final room. It says, we offer our congratulations. You've learned the rule of quantum imaging. Take this knowledge with you on the remainder of your quantum pilgrimage. Remember the quantum shards have other lessons to teach. Maybe this is why I don't know yet because I haven't gone Mm. and necessarily used my signal scope on every single one of those things, but I'm going to go try that and see if I get like the last freaking tiny piece of knowledge I need to know to get to the quantum moon. Our curiosity (laughs) goes with you on your journey. You walk in the footsteps of those who came before you and your path guides uh, those who will follow later. So <clears throat> that is, I guess, our clues or hints on how to get to the quantum moon, which is what we're going to do for the next episode and try yes. to like finish the game from there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so why don't we do the orbital space cannon first? I actually did this quite a long time ago in the playthrough because I got so curious about oh, wait, what, because Deep? you see it explode at the beginning of every yeah, that's cycle. True. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. so I was like, dude, I just gotta go know what that thing is. So I went in there, yeah, and you can get to two of the modules in orbit. But one of them is not there. One of them has crashed onto oh. um, Giant Steep and it's gone underneath the current and it's inside of that like orb underneath the ocean that's all electrified.
0: Yes. The, that's
1: where the third one is. Yes, that. So you have to learn how to get in there. And there are several ways to learn that, but one of them is to go to Dark Bramble and talk to Feldspar, who figured it out. And and
0: there's actually one of those jellyfish frozen on Dark Bramble. (laughs) That is hilarious. By the way, (laughs) Feldspar's, like, notes on it. He's got a few little, like, diaries in front of it, and he's like, what is this thing doing here? I wonder if it tastes good. And then (laughs) next note, do not eat this. It tastes gross. At least the outside tastes gross. I wonder what it tastes like on the inside. (laughs) It's like he's accidentally, he's like bumbling through discovering really cool things. But like his initial ideas are just like really bad. Yeah. And then he slowly is like, oh, wait. I'm insulated from electricity when I'm inside yeah. the jellyfish, right. but it tastes horrible. Don't eat this. <laughs> it's really good stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, and then at the very center, it's basically like at the core of mm-hmm. Giant's Deep yeah. is is something like this. The third This module. jellyfish kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But you go inside oh, of it. Oh,
1: inside the jellyfish because they yeah. are insulated, like you said, from electricity. So they go yeah. in and out of this orb. Back yeah. and forth.
0: Yeah. And, and again,
1: there's a lot of things you just have to observe for kind of a long time to figure yeah. out. It took me a really long time to figure this out um, because I didn't go to Dark Bramble until way after I'd even done this. Hmm. But like I try to fly my ship into the thing, obviously, it electrocutes it. And you've got <laughs> yeah. it, everything's breaking down. Okay, you can right, do yeah. that. And I was watching the jellyfish come out and I, I saw electricity on them. And so I just figured since I had already hit something that was electrified, I, I should probably shouldn't touch them either. ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, dude, I can't figure this out. I can't figure this out. And then I, you have to watch them for a long time to watch them not only leave, but then turn around and go back inside and mm-hmm. then you go, oh, wait a minute. They're entering and exiting Maybe Okay. Then you start putting it together, but it takes, t- again, it took me forever. <laughs> Cause I didn't talk to Feldspur first. I just kind of kept experimenting f- yeah. for a long time and finally figured out you got to go inside the jellyfish to get in there. But anyway, I didn't do that for long after I explored the part of it that's in orbit. Okay. So at the start of every time loop, the cannon launches a probe in a random direction in hopes of finding the eye of the universe orbiting the system. The probes data is recorded and sent to the Ash twin project. The project is then able to send the data of the launch and the previous launches back in time to the beginning of the loop. From this, the Canon is able to repeat the probe launch millions of times with new directions, continuously building off of the data gathered in previous loops. So um, in the control module, you get uh, Avens here saying, Mallow, my better 50%. We, we got different uh, Nomai who are... yeah." getting married and sort of becoming couples at this point. Cassava is sending the last of the Canon components soon. Relatively speaking, we'll know the eyes precise location soon. Relatively speaking, because (laughs) it's a loop that happens for, (laughs) I'm I'm putting air quotes up here for people, not seeing the video version 400 ish years. If you multiply 22 minutes by, but this is all relative, which is what he's saying. No time is really passing because (laughs) (laughs) anyway, in relatively speaking soon in 22 minutes, because eventually in this loop at some point after 9 million attempts, this will find it and send the information back in time to us. We'll know the eyes precise location. Mallow says the thought of concluding our elders, curious and challenging search increases my heart's temperature. Increases my heart's temperature, my love. Avon says, Caspa tells me he and the, uh, and the construction yard crew have determined a power setting. We are not under any circumstances to go above. Malice says, I see, and I am right to think that consequently we'll be ignoring that setting. <laughs> yep. This is what they were talking about if yeah. you were down on the surface exploring the construction yard. Avin says, I can posit with nearly 100% certainty our friends have accounted for our nature, so I suggest we do. So, <laughs> these people are just yeah. weird. I don't know why they're like determined for whatever reason to just
0: put more power to than this thing needs. Break the rules. It's not like you'll yeah, discover the eye of the universe Faster. more if you <laughs> shoot it harder. <laughs> I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I suppose Maybe you could.
1: The only thing I can think of here is that it's a 22 minute loop, right? Mm. So, you have 22 minutes for the probe to be shot fast enough. To actually get out of the system somewhere. to the point where it would, because remember the okay. the the orbit of the eye of the universe is really far outside okay, okay. of the farthest um, orbit. Or say dark bramble, I think, is the the farthest orbit from the sun, right? Is that right, or is it the white hole station? I don't remember which, but anyway, it's way outside of that. So it's yeah. like we got to fire this thing really, really, really freaking hard because it only has 22 minutes to even get far enough to like. Uh, intersect with that orbit. Okay. Gotcha. And we got to do that, but we're going to be shooting it randomly and sending it back in time anyway. So it doesn't matter if it breaks as Mm. what really matters is that it gets far enough to actually have a chance to encounter the thing. Gotcha. That's the only thing I can think of as to why they would be adamant that we need more power than they're suggesting, but they don't say that I'm just like trying to give them a legitimate reason to have done this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That makes sense. Um Giving the orbital probe cannon all the power it can structurally withstand creates the greatest chance of finding... Okay, they did say it. Finding the eye of the universe. Yes, the probe must travel as fast... They just said what I... Okay, they just said it. The probe must travel as fast as it can, as far as it can. I'll make some adjustments.
0: Right, I see, I see, yeah.
1: Okay. So, orbital probe cannon put on hold. Casper says, I have some bad news. Avans Yarrow says there was a problem with the proposed power source, so the orbital probe cannon won't be asked to fire. I hope you're pulling my locomotive limb here, Kazuma. I wish I were my friend, but no, they aren't certain they can fix the problem. So the orbital probe cannon is on indefinite hiatus. Tell the privet and Mallow or tell privet and Mallow. They should return from the cannon. My spouse and I will return to the construction yard for now. Avin says an update. Mallow and I will join you and Daz privet, Left to visit her brother, she fears a day may feel responsible. So this was canceled, kind of last minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, the whole thing wasn't going to work. Okay,
1: now I think those are the two. No, that's just the control module. Orbital probe cannon put on hold. We read that. Yeah,
0: after that point, my notes go down to. Uh, I think it's the, the next planet th- to Giant Steep.
1: Because then there's the launch module. I'm trying to make sure. That one's also in.
0: Oh, was this from in the one from? I don't know. If, I,
1: probe tracking. Okay, the probe tracking. Okay, this is still in orbit. Okay, so the launch module is the other one that's in orbit. Avin says, "Mallow, my better fifty percent." Caspa sending the last. Oh wait, did I copy this twice? Well, I think I copied this twice. Oh, okay, here it is. I'm honored and terrified you won't ask the orbital probe cannon to use so much power that it will break, will you? Fret not, my nervous friend. We only need to fire the probe once. Anyway, so who minds if it compromises the structural integrity slightly?
0: <laughs> but I then, would mind,
1: Mallow. I would mind because yeah. we won't be capable of receiving our probe's data if the probe tracking module is destroyed.
0: There you so, go. So yeah. even if it does see it because they broke it, they won't receive they won't be able to receive the data. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, probe
0: tracking module. This is the one that's in Yes. Under the sea. And this one's crazy because I got, I I was double checking. I'm pretty sure this is what it says. It says that you get the coordinates for the eye of the universe. Yes. Right. Yes. I didn't, I didn't know that anyone knew where it was except that this is tracking it. Right. So the probe that shot has found it. Yes. And that's, and now we've got the coordinates. And it
1: sent that information back in time to the Ash Twin Project and the Ash Twin Project now has the coordinates and it's what was displayed there. So those are gotcha. the coordinates to where it is. It's already found it, but the cycle is continuing, and it's continuing to fire in random directions even after having found it.
0: No, I understand. Okay, yeah. I think I'm piecing it together now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy. So,
1: so we'll get to this. Uh, so you finally get inside the probe tracking module, which is down underneath the sea. I have exciting news. Privet the asteroid Project is almost prepared to receive the probe data from the orbital probe cannon. Rami is adding some finishing touches here, but she'll be finished soon. Are you in the orbital probe cannon? Well, we are. The probe tracking module is ready to record each launch's flight trajectory and will automatically transmit all relevant data to you. Once the probe uh, determines the location of the eye of the universe, I'll alert, I'll send an alert directly to you and Rami. On the other appendage, <clears throat> I'm not worried about this cannon's structural integrity and its crew's moral integrity. Okay, and then (laughs) imagine, the probe tracking module will be the first to know the coordinates of the eye of the universe. You'll be the first to see them. I'm honored and terrified. You won't ask uh, to use too much power. They keep going over the same thing, kind of over and over again. Don't Mm -hmm. mind. uh, Okay, eye of the universe coordinates. So you get inside of it, and these are the things you learn which are freaking crazy, right? Yeah. So first recording, receiving data from probe. And it's nine million three hundred eighteen thousand. But this can this, it these numbers, on when you how many cycles it. you've done? Yeah. How many cycles you've actually done in the game? Start counting, and uh, will actually add up to the number here, right? Okay. So visualizing current, tr- but it's been over nine million three hundred and like ten or three hundred eighteen thousand something times that this probe has launched visualizing current trajectory of probe 9,318 whatever second recording retrieving previous launch data from the ash twin total number of probes launched again this is based on how many times you've done the loop yeah deep space deep space anomaly anomaly matching all known criteria for the eye of the universe found by probe
0: 9,318,054 and that's the one That that we woke up on, right? I think so. I think so. I think that's the one that we woke up on. Because
1: I believe that when I did this, I was on cycle 9,318,087 or something like that. okay. So it was like 30 something um, loops past this, Hmm. which I would assume the one we woke up on is probably this number. Interesting. I think you're right about that so or if not then it's close it's around there so it was found right wild. you go to the third recording retrieving stored coordinates from ash twin displaying coordinates for the eye of the universe and it's just these three symbols yeah yeah um not sure how that's going to come (laughs) into play not sure (laughs) i i I don't those symbols don't really mean anything to me at the moment I'm waiting. Maybe we need to do quantum moon stuff to figure <laughs> out how we're supposed yeah. to use those. But um, yeah, in any case, we know what the coordinates are, at least in whatever Nomai symbology is being displayed here. So that's it for the orbital probe cannon. Basically, yeah. we know where the eye of the universe is now. Well, the system knows. We've got to like decipher what it knows to figure it out. But it found it. And so it's crazy. It's like, oh man, holy yeah, crap. We're getting closer and closer and closer. So uh, from here, let's move over to Timber Hearth. Kay. Unless you have any So I did Timber's, hearth,
0: at, Timber's hearth after doing Hollow's Lantern. Um,
1: hollow Lantern. Okay. So it's Why like don't a you go over that real quick? Because I didn't go there, but you said it's really short. There's not like it's, a lot. It's
0: like part there. of a forge where they make metal stuff. Like okay. it's just natural heat. They can just use the natural heat of the, of the thing to to warp and shape metal and that kind of stuff. you uh, um, gotcha. that, uh, one thing I've noticed is that even when these children grow up, their handwriting is still very rough. It's like a permanent feature.
1: You know, right? there was somebody else <coughs> in the comments for the one we just uploaded who was saying yeah. that wasn't true.
0: Oh, but I, I, don't who, I don't know. I, I haven't be been
1: taking that much attention to it. So I don't know. They were Kay. saying, no, this person's, uh, writing as a kid looks this way. And then it's really tight and organized when okay. they're an adult. So I don't know. I, did, I wasn't really looking that hard at it. But.
0: Entirely possible. But that's what my note says. <laughs> and I can't remember because this was a few weeks ago. I did this one. Um, but um, this is where I made the note that when you die, the bluish purple streaks that go past you oh, resemble yes. roughly the writing of the Nomai. Yes. Um, so then um, what, what you kind of learn here is that they were making a supernova proof craft. Oh.
1: Right. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. And that's basically the only thing to discover at Hollow's Lantern. They were, making so they were making something that could withstand, withstand a, supernova. a supernova. That's Hollow's Lantern. You're That's have to got go my check brain working now. <laughs> you're because, gonna have to go like, there now because my notes aren't detailed enough. Why would
1: they need to do that? In case the well, the, the, the Well, once the they find the Eye of the work? Universe,
0: it doesn't help that well the when does the loop stop? And when the loop stops, okay. you've still got a supernova so, to survive.
1: So here's the thing. In their time, it wasn't, the 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 star hadn't reached its natural death, right? Like it is now. So yeah. it's, it's just dying on its own, I think, at this point. But for them, they were going to incite that explosion. Yes. So what would have happened was they would have started that process and the loop would have gone on for however long it took to discover the eye of the universe. But they would have received that and then they would have not fired the... Canon that started the whole thing. And so they wouldn't have needed to blow up the sun. They would have just known where the eye of the universe was. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like that was how they were like justifying doing the research to explode the sun because they wouldn't have to kill Gosh, everything would, in would the solar that, system that way.
0: Would that break causality if they then didn't That's, do, this is do what the supernova? I'm I'm, I'm, the I'm actually
1: saying this because this is what somebody in the comments from okay. yesterday's episode was arguing mm-hmm. um, that it wasn't necessarily this uh, ethically... There wasn't necessarily an ethical ethical dilemma with this.
0: Well, I remember um, Idea specifically saying, hey, at least I have a sense of ethics. Um, yes.
1: She thinks it is no okay. matter what. But I think what Pi, who was the other one who was arguing the opposite, yeah. was arguing was that no, not necessarily... Now, they didn't say it in these words, but okay. his hypothesis is... That they could do this, and basically because what they learn from the uh, the time, like the fact that you come out of the black hole before you go into the, or you come out of the white hole before going into the black hole, they could receive. the 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 coordinates to the eye of the universe before they've actually fired to destroy the sun in the first.
0: I disagree with that. I disagree with that at least because it breaks causality. But um, okay, so did you have you done this yet? There's a thing to do, and I I think it's an Easter egg within the game. But I was able to go to Ember Twin and go to their little fake little um, their simulator that's Mm. like got a black hole and a white hole, and you can like throw shoot a probe in it and it comes out the other side sooner then it goes in, right? Yes. Well, okay, so I did a thing where I shoot the probe into the black hole, and it comes out of the white hole, but I take out the power source before the probe goes into the black hole to begin with. Oh, can you do that? You can do that. I did that. And it, like, disappears? The game literally ends. It says (laughs) game over, and the credits roll. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> I couldn't what? believe it. I was shocked. I d- I didn't. I wanted to. <laughs> you like broke the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It says. Um. It says the uh, time. The space. Um. What it says there's been a rip in the space-time continuum. Or no, uh, I, that's something like that. Uh, I didn't. Okay. Okay. Maybe I so did write it so down. let me make sure I understand what you're that saying here. You've broken the space-time. The fabric of. Time, so and the game's over. You shoot your probe into
1: the towards yes. the black hole, shoot but it, but you towards. take the warp core out. out after it has come through the white but hole before it has gone inside yes. and
0: the game literally and ends. So there should be two of them. There should, there are two of them there. Are, you get a C2 just sitting there. Okay. And then a, a message flashes on the screen that says you broke the fabric of space time. <laughs> and then everything turns monochrome and gets really weird. And the screen like cracks, like it's a glass made of glass <laughs> and everything falls apart. And then it like game over and, uh, <laughs> and the credits start rolling. <laughs> And I'm just like, wait, what? <laughs> I was shocked. I actually did think that was the end of the game. Wow. At, at initially, I was like, oh, I did it. I figured out. <laughs> I, the whole game is trying to get you to like figure it out, and then you can just mess with it. And then I'm like, no, that can't be it. I haven't even gone to these other places yet. <laughs> I don't think it's the real end of the game. That's really interesting. But, okay, so you can't, I think the rules of this game have stated pretty clearly you cannot get the positive results, you cannot get the results of something and never have actually put anything input anything to begin with
1: unless you're in whatever bramble space is.
0: Oh because question. in
1: bramble space you can. like replicate objects in this way. That's how you find the vessel at all. You're right. Because you have to shoot your probe through to where it is. But then it's saying there's two of them, some error in like the ship's log saying, hey, uh, your probe is in two places or whatever. And that's how you're able to actually like find the light that leads you to where the vessel is. That's right. right. I remember that. So Um, in Bramble Space, apparently
0: you can do this. In Bramble Space, you can, but the, I always want to call them Kerbals. Um, Okay, the (laughs) Nomai, the Nomai, I want to say these Nomai were not in Bramble Space. Yes. There were Nomai in Bramble Space. They did not fare well, Uh, but these Nomai were not in Bramble Space. Yes, right. And these Nomai, I think it's still an ethical dilemma. I just want to defend this for a sec, because um, specifically they said themselves what if uh, people get stuck in a time loop or what if you get stuck in a time loop and don't realize it? Oh my gosh, that would be horrific. Right. Yes, well, right. because of their actions, we've been in a time loop for like 9 million times. Or and whatever. didn't. And, and it, so right. because of what they did, we have now done something that they have said themselves, Oh, that would be horrible. Right. Yes. That would be like hell. Oh, or I see what like you're that. saying. So and regardless, so it's like, there it's is still clearly an, an ethical, ethical dilemma, dilemma here. And even they would agree with me on that. Yeah. And I also mm-hmm. would also say that, um, that what with what they were doing not having relevance to Bramble Deep um, because they didn't really go there. Well, yeah. they did, but the ones that went there died and got stuck. Um, that what they were going to do would have violated causality uh, and all of that kind of stuff. So it still would have been that, unethical. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. The other question I and have. And that's
0: why they're making a supernova-proof craft right? on Ember Twin.
1: So the other thing that I wonder, too, is um, the loop, I don't know if the loop can start before well
0: no that's not no i just answered my own question because you so, have to get the energy from the supernova so if you yes. go back to a time where there was no supernova you never got the energy you never did the thing but, and but but i mean we have 22 minutes before
1: the the, the supernova is the end of the loop not the beginning yes. of the loop yes so true. if the information comes back to them 22 minutes before the supernova yeah that could technically be that could technically mean they could receive the data before initiating it. How, whatever, whatever okay. they thought how long it would take after they
0: fire their. Yeah, that's m- that's the question right there. Is it within the twenty-two minute? And why did window? they have to fire that at all? If it wasn't, if they, because you're right, they got the energy to do the stuff before the supernova technically happens.
1: Yes, and so. So they, they, they fired whatever they thought was going to make the sun go supernova. Yes. And when the sun goes supernova, it starts the loop. The, then the, yes. the probe will fire. Then and it goes back 22 minutes. But it will go back 22 minutes, and they'll just be receiving uh, okay, data okay. from the
0: orb. So and then, they'll go, okay, they didn't find it. So let the, it fire it again. I think I get this. <clears throat> so the one thing that you maybe, 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 it, it seems with the rules of the game, the one thing that you can take with you through the cycles is knowledge through the masks. Like you yes. can you can have the knowledge, right? Yes. So all that they, they wouldn't necessarily be gaining an energy transfer. They would just be gaining the knowledge that resulted from yes. the energy transfer. And that way they don't have to initiate the energy transfer to begin with. Yes. That makes more sense. The that makes data, more sense to
1: me. The data that they receive from the probe will be sent to them before firing the and then they, <laughs> then
0: they just don't And fire then they're the probe. like, okay,
1: that wasn't it. Fire it in a different direction this time. Okay, Okay. also explode the sun again so So that we can do this loop and do this loop and do this loop. You
0: kill everything in the solar system nine million times. But
1: technically you never did.
0: But you technically never did it. (laughs) Yes. But you got the knowledge as if you did it. Yes. That's wild. I just have to say um, what I know about like Nazis and scientists that they would (laughs) have loved that. Loved it to death. They would have been so absolutely excited about that. They could do whatever they wanted to. And then it would be like, it never happened. It
1: never and happened. they can
0: do it again, or they could not. And then there's still the good guys and totally ethical. Yeah, and so, I've got issues with it, but I sort of understand how you can get there.
1: Yeah, so technically, yeah. they would be able to preserve all the life in this system after killing it nine yes. billion times. Nine billion then times. Then they can but preserve it because know, they, they, they it. found out what the eye of the universe is. Now we yeah. don't have to fire into the sun okay. and blow it up. And we got the knowledge we needed and we'll go find that. I think that was their plan is what he's saying.
0: That that does make sense. That does make sense. So they had a way of doing it that would have been perfectly ethical, except the fact that they set it up to begin with at all is horribly irresponsible, is e- in, my in my opinion, ethical. and resulted in this happening nine million times to somebody in with what their description of that situation would be um, something yeah, like. Without torturous. knowledge of- yeah
1: the fact you're stuck in a time loop, you're stuck in a time loop. Like, oh my gosh, that's horrible.
0: Right. And agnostic. But it's only
1: horrible if you know it.
0: <laughs> yes, but but in some ways, there's, yes, you're right. And that's the whole idea. You can be horribly, you can be genocidal nine million times, but if nobody remembers it, it just never happened and it doesn't yeah. matter. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like 1984 kind of it's stuff too. Um, but, oh, there's something funny. I kind of want to keep talking about it, but there's, there's one more, one more thing, which is, um, just setting up the parameters for the experiment to begin with, where you're pointing a supernova gun at a planet at a, at a sun surrounded by planets with life. Um, I, I know that they technically found a way to where they're like, Hey, it'll be as though it's totally ethical and we can wash our hands clean. Um, but then the question is, What if something goes wrong? Well, guess what? Something did go wrong and it happened, and now things are all horribly screwed up. Um, so still. Still ethically suspect, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and would you would you also then say that Idea was just kind of confused and didn't understand his his plan fully?
1: Um, he she, not necessarily. I, I think it's just a, a, a disagreement of philosophy. One okay, is okay. saying, re- irregardless, or that's not. I, I hate that word. <laughs> it's a redundant word. Regardless of, <laughs>
0: yes,
1: <laughs> um, the of your like mental gymnastics to justify it. It is still. Inethical. gotcha, so she understood it perfectly. I think
0: so. she still felt and still sort of felt like I do it was inethical that it was unethical. They were saying
1: gotcha. no trust me, bro
0: uh. <laughs> They won't remember it <laughs> This is like the surgeons used to operate on newborn babies with the assumption that they couldn't feel pain yeah. Right, and then it ended up causing all sorts of psychological trauma and all this yeah. stuff later on in life But it's like hey as long as they don't remember it Then yes. it's perfectly ethical to do yes. right? right um and Anyways, th- they were wrong and surgeons don't do that. Yet anymore. at the
1: same time, at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> check this out. And, and this is not a spoiler because we, we're going to talk about Dark Bramble here in a minute. Uh, th- we we basically get a confirmation in the vessel from the modern day Nomai, like from now. That the universe is ending. Did you read that part? I did actually. Yeah. Yes. So that they're they're like they're like broadcasting, saying, "All nomi, stop your nomadic yeah, way. Let's consolidate. Like, let's come to the same place. We found like a somewhat." the black rock
0: twin uh, stars
1: system. Yeah. And we're going to like chill out there. Yeah. yeah. uh, Because all these other stars are blowing up and this is crazy. And like, you need to get
0: away from stars right now. (laughs) (laughs) And these ones are, we think, okay, I did see that. And they're calling it the end of the universe, which does mean who cares what you do in the end of the
1: universe. (laughs) No, the end of the universe. So having a time loop that gives you an infinite amount of time to figure out how to save it, Would be extremely ethical. It would be
0: more ethical. (laughs) So it's like you've even if you didn't build it with that purpose. It's like you've got to kill a thousand people to save a million people. Like, do you do it? You know, okay. You got to kill. I do see it. You got
1: to kill this small amount of uh, life. It's the nine billion times. (laughs) But don't worry, because they'll still be alive to figure out (laughs) how to save
0: the whole universe. Oh my gosh! I think that's where this is going. (laughs) It's the trolley problem, except. It plays out 9 million times, and in the end, you don't have... Okay, yeah. Yes.
1: You have to kill the people on that track 9 million times, but don't worry, bro. It resets. Don't worry. Until you figure out how to derail the train completely and save everybody.
0: There you go. Exactly. It's trolley then, problem
1: until you can get rid of the trolley altogether.
0: <laughs> until you reverse <laughs> technology to yes. where pre-trolley times? Yes. Okay. Very good. Or just that's erase wild.
1: the train. There is no problem
0: anymore. Automatic driving to come up with all that stuff. Yep. Okay. So I see the issue and I see both sides now. Wow. That's wild. Both sides. We both sides this. We did. We did. <laughs> Which means we're not allowed to have an opinion one way or the other now, right? <laughs>
1: nope we fence sitters filthy <laughs> filthy fence <fence-sitter. laughs> filthy uh centrists all right timber hearth let's actually talk about timber hearth.
0: okay great i only took a few i
1: loved here. this um, um because uh, you know, i was kind of flying around the planet seeing like there's a bunch of geysers everywhere and okay so i guess the first thing i found was the 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 seed the bramble seed and there's yeah. that guy down there being like, dude, this thing's crazy. What the fetch? And you go fire your... Uh, well, the reason I found it was because I was following the harmonica. Yeah, you told um, me about
0: this last episode.
1: Because you'll you'll get the harmonica from multiple uh, sources. Yeah. One of them is this bramble seed on timber hearth. One of them is dark bramble itself. Yeah. I don't remember if I used the signal scope on the bramble seed on Giants Deep, but like possibly that could also...
0: Oh, be sending a
1: signal from the harmonica? I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe not because I think it's like frozen in ice. But anyway, that's not the point. Point is, I yep. followed it onto Timber Hearth, and I was like, I was like, oh, Feldspar is in there somewhere. The harmonica is coming from that, and then I fired my yeah. um, probe inside, and that's where I started the first time to see like, oh, Bramble is like doing something crazy with space.
0: Right? There's <laughs> a fractal. A fractal weird thing where it, as much as you go inside things, it just ever it increases. It keeps increasing in size. in size. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, oh, what's it called? Like a calculus idea almost. Yeah. It's, it's um, no matter where you go, because eventually the Nomai who crashed there, they like trace themselves to a signal, but it's in this like tiny little thing. And they're like, we can't fit in there. Like that yeah. doesn't make sense. Like they yeah. didn't really understand the situation they, they were in. Yeah. Um, But if you enter in, by the proper way um then everything maintains the size yeah, yeah. i yeah. think it maintains size and i think this is why the anglerfish are so big yes yeah. it's it's
1: crazy so okay so that's yeah. what i found on timber hearth i was like okay yeah it's crazy. dark bramble that's where he's at right like yeah. this came from bramble and like that's where his harmonica is playing he must be there this must be some sort of crazy thing that plays with space somehow then I was kind of flying around and I saw the geysers, and I was like, I wonder if I can go inside of those. The geysers, so yeah. You go inside, like, and there's a whole like system of water down yep. inside the planet. And you come across what I what was my favorite discovery, which was the first encounter mural. So the Nomai did encounter our species in some yes. distant evolutionary ancestor version, yeah. right? So Coleus says. After closer observation, mining site 2A wouldn't be safe for the native life dwelling in some of this cave's pools. So unfortunately, we'll have to mine one of the other sites. So they're looking for mines to g- g- gather resources for the yeah. Ash Twin project. But right? they
0: don't want to gather too much because there's life here and they want to see yeah. if maybe these guys will explore the stars one day. Trying night. to do it ethically. Yeah.
1: Um, on the opposite hand, new life. This species is semi-aquatic and very hardy. The ecosystem here is quite robust, so I believe they'll thrive in the long run. Be cautious near the pools if you visit 2A to meet them. Uh, is, which is a different guy. I was watching them uh, once during a rest, and the hours escaped from me. They're fascinating. I wonder what their fourth eye does.
0: Yes, yeah, so what does <laughs> their fourth eye do? I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I love that.
1: And I think, okay, this line uh, on top of just being a funny line does give credence to the fact that the Nomai's third eye is not just it a normal eye. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: I see what you mean. Yeah. Right. Like
1: yeah. the third eye, like we talked about in a previous episode, is symbolic of like a deeper, more spiritual, esoteric knowledge, yeah. right? This eye sees the deeper truths of the universe right. that your that physical eyes cannot see. Yes. So yes, exactly. So the Nomai third eye, I think this is suggesting does something like that because— mm i mean why would you ask that question if your third eye wasn't different from the other two right right, right.
0: good so point. so yes. they're
1: saying oh they have this fourth eye what what would that do yeah aside from their third eye and aside <laughs> from their two normal <laughs> eyes <laughs> what you, is that fourth eye for
0: and i guess them thinking something like uh you only need one special eye your other eyes would be physical eyes right right so right. yeah
1: so that was interesting yeah like, um Coleus goes on to say, they remind me of a subterranean species that my mentor, Melarai, once told me about from when our clan used to travel across the universe. I imagine she would have enjoyed these life forms greatly. Cycad uh, says, there are a few other cave sites that look promising. What about Site 2B? It shares similar formations and strata. Oena says, this sounds promising. Will you and your mentor investigate if mining Site 2B proves safe for this native species? We'll move our work there. Uh, Sycat says site two B is safe. Coleius says we'll continue to monitor our activity and its effect in uh, on life there. So you you go to mining site two B, which is another place. There's a whole uh, set of ruins there with a bunch of stuff. Now I think this is important for when you learn about ghost matter in the Interloper, because somehow our species survived that event. And all the nomi died. See,
0: this is why this is part of the confusion here. Because I know, I know um, what that's referring to, but yeah, why did our species not die? It Uh, seems because they were saying if when this event happens, it will almost instantly wipe out everything.
1: Yes. So it seems to me what these lines are insinuating, right? First of all, it's a hardy species. They're semi-aquatic very hardy and uh, that if mining site to be proves safe for this native species we will move our work there. So there's three hints I think here hmm. about how them being aquatic or being in the water, being a hardy species, just <clears throat> naturally tough. Yeah. And then being in some sort of place in this particular geologic structure, this site this mine somehow protected them from that event hmm. of where the ghost matter killed everything else
0: i see i, I see. think that's what huh.
1: i think that's what protected us and allowed okay. our species to continue thriving even though everything else was killed but again we haven't hmm. even gotten to the ghost matter stuff so we'll return to that in a yeah second. yeah okay so inside mining site 2b and when I want it says, I'm still amazed by how much ore the Ash Twin project requires. Psychad, so there is this. Uh, isn't this the ore for the remaining towers being built on Ash Twin? The completed towers I've seen are quite large. I want to know the material for those towers are all being taken from Ash Twin. The ore we're mining here will be used to craft an immensely thick protective shell. That will physically seal off the chamber inside ash twins core this is where i think Mm -hmm. we haven't i haven't been to yet have you been inside the ash twin project yet i haven't it's still a question mark in my thing so i haven't been inside of there yet i'm guessing you have to warp in there from somewhere Mm -hmm. um Hmm. but they're building some kind of protective shell that will seal off the chamber inside so that's crazy Psycat says, if they're sealing off all entrances, I hope they're planning a core. A. Accordingly? Accordingly. <laughs> oh <nice>. my gosh. <laughs> the puns, dude. <laughs> I thought you had forbidden your apprentice from making puns, Collius. How else would he improve? I'm relieved by our clan's decision to use timber hearths or only for um, constructing the shell. If eventually life on this planet were to evolve to the point of advanced. Metallurgy. Um, I'm confident we won't have destroyed their ability to create. Maybe this this material also was protective.
0: Um, oh, right, and it was just <clears throat> naturally abundant at Timber Hearth.
1: Yeah. Very okay. Yeah, sure. So this they're mining this specifically to build this like extremely protective shell of the core of the Ash Project. Yeah. It is natural, found naturally inside of this mine, where is filled with water from these geysers, and our species like developed inside of that. So maybe that's what protected them from the ghost matter explosion or whatever. Cool. <clears throat> okay, last of the ore. I think this is the last of what's on Timber Hearth. Um, Yaro says, my gratitude for the latest shipment, Oeno. This ore should be the last we need for the Ash Twin Project. Once we've finished, the shell that seals off the central chamber will check to ensure there are no longer any physical entrances. Raimi and I will be checking the interior and then the exterior for cracks. Our final safety check. Oeno says, this is exciting news. Can I offer an extra set of eyes for the final check? Specifically mine. If my work here is complete, I'd be delighted to help. We'd be grateful if you would. The more eyes, the better. As the smallest flaw or opening in the shell that protects the Ashton project could lead to disaster. So there could be no flaws in this little shell they were building. Okay, then there's like a quantum poem or something. Across old bark, the quiet shade, it's always dark in the ancient glade and then we have some notes from chert i've detected a strange signal coming from somewhere within the grove of the crater it's very similar to the signal i think this is the shard that's on that that's on timber hearth i haven't been to yet it's very similar to the signal emitted by the quantum moon so it stands to reason the two signals are probably related we don't know much about the quantum moon seeing as no one's ever been able to land on it but hopefully studying the signal in the grove will reveal more about it. Okay. So that's the end of Timber Hearth as far as I know. Okay. Should we do Interloper?
0: Where's my notes for that? Here we are. Yeah. This was like really hard to get inside. Yeah, because the it, it's, it's as, as the, the closer it gets to the sun the material on the outside starts melting the, the and you ice can melts. only do certain things once the ice melts yes. enough. You gotta and then inside. as it leaves, the ice starts to expand yes. again. Same problem tra- again. Yeah.
1: So yeah. you got to land on pretty much. So th- on the back side of it, so the dark side of the comet that doesn't face the sun. Yeah. That's where some Nomai landed and they left some, they left, I think, a, uh, like a, pro, a pod and like some recordings there. And they're basically like, why did we land on this side? We're stupid. Like, <laughs> so that's your hint. You're supposed to go to the other side, the side yeah. that the the sun. But it, it's a very brief moment. Like in the beginning of the cycle, it comes close to the sun, but doesn't fly into the sun. Yeah. And all that ice melts and you're able to very quickly fall through and then it will, the ice will expand yeah, again yeah. and then you'll be trapped inside basically. Yeah. Um, but that's the. It's a very brief window where you're actually able to get inside. Yep. And then once inside, it's filled with ghost matter. It There's is, ghost matter everywhere. And you
0: have to probe, shoot, like take four steps, shoot another probe. Take four steps, shoot another probe. <laughs> like you've got to use your probes very liberally in this in this particular area.
1: Yeah. So if we remember from the end of like when you get to the sun station, is it the sun station or? I can't remember if it's the sun station somewhere on the twins. There's a note that says, ah, crap. I think it is a sun station. We couldn't get the sun to explode. Um, we're going to have to freaking give up on this. Yeah. Uh, what else should we do? And they're like, well, let's go check out that comet that just showed up in the system. Uh, we haven't seen that before. Let's go see what that's all about. So this is leading to basically the end of the nomai in this system. They discovered this interloper, this (laughs) comet that entered the system. Uh, that hadn't been there when they arrived and it's filled with ghost matter. This is where ghost matter comes from. Right. The ghost matter that we've found all over the place on different planets and stuff like that originated from this comet. That's what they find. And they get to the core of this thing. Um, and basically, uh, let's see, let me just read what they say. So the spherical stone casing here seems to be the source of the energy readings, No, rather the source is what's within the stone. I'm detecting some form of exotic matter. The stone is muting our energy readings. They should be 10 times what we're seeing at least. Hmm. I don't think we want this matter interacting with us. As far as I can tell, direct contact with it would almost certainly be fatal. I've never encountered anything like this casing, but it's all that's protecting us from what's inside. Worse still, this matter is disturbingly volatile. Pi, whatever the matter inside this stone casing is, it's more than just profoundly unstable. It's under tons of pressure. Look at the density scan. I've never seen anything this tightly compacted before. What is this? This is orders of magnitude worse than I'd imagined. If this stone were to rupture, the lethal matter within would rapidly expand, completely blanketing this star system almost instantaneously. And the pressure is still building as the comet approaches this star system. Return to the shuttle right now. The rest of our friends need to know they're in terrible danger. Leave the equipment and run. What are you doing, Pi? The more we know about this alien matter, the better our chances of survival. I will learn what I can here. Go warn the others. Maybe they can construct shelter somehow.
0: Now, Poke. So, Pi stayed. Pi stays and you see him. You see the corpse. He's dead body, yeah, just kind of yes. floating there. Suspended. And and before he got in there, Poke's body was oh, right. up a little higher. Uh, I I saw that. I guess I didn't know that that was Poke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, when I realized that what I was looking at was Pie, though, I was just like, uh, I know. A that creepy. was that was two hundred thousand like, years later. But there's no, there's no, there's nothing to decompose. Or, yeah. I mean, like, I guess you do see skeletons, but there's there's but those no on planets, there. right? Exactly where yeah. there would be atmospheres That's right, that and right. like that. But With in this, space. It would just yeah. stay as is, especially it would, if it's like yes
1: cold. It, that that was this was the first well, I guess it's not the first Nomai corpse because technically, like you said, we've come across skeletons.
0: Yeah, skeletons. But
1: this is a perfectly preserved yes. nomai corpse yeah. inside of a spacesuit. And really I remember unsettling. just like coming up to it and just like looking at its face with the mask that we've yeah, seen, those yeah, masks right, yeah. and just be like, dude, this is crazy. Yeah. This I've been reading this person's thoughts yes. for like Twenty hours or however long I've been playing and this there, game, there he, is. there he is, right there. Yeah, like what the fetch, dude? That's really sad. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the, he's got like a crystal, like right through his—I don't know if it's he or she—but right through his face and yeah. a bunch of different places in the body. So the ghost
0: matter, like obviously, rupture well, when from it the exploded. Skin, yeah. And
1: it seems to have been what killed all the Nomai.
0: Okay, so I, <coughs> I wasn't able to make that connection immediately. I assumed it was still imminent, that it still hadn't happened yet.
1: Yeah, it seems to have happened. Okay. But now the interloper went back into an orbit again, and that yeah. casing got in, in back inside of the the ice right so it's like contained mm. for the moment <laughs> but like yeah some of the ghost matter got out it killed everybody and that's what we encounter in random places is that just ghost matter that probably escaped in this event where the casing kind of expanded or exploded or the, the interloper got too close to the sun and it escaped oh, that's crazy and so all the Nomai bones that we've seen
0: that this would have this been, been the event that killed that everybody. killed them all yeah I think. You know, it's funny. Um, our species isn't particularly invulnerable to the ghost matter. No,
1: we die on in direct contact with it, for sure. So
0: it's just maybe it doesn't go underwater as well, or it doesn't go yeah. into the, the ore stuff, but it wouldn't be this our species itself. No.
1: It's not, yeah, because, I mean, I've run yeah. into ghost matter n- numerous times. And yeah, I know. Died <laughs> <immediately>. <laughs> <Me> so, <too. laughs> so the ghost matter will kill you. <laughs> yeah. But- it seems that either the water or, uh, yeah, the, whatever ore they were mining from site two, yeah. seems to be naturally protective. Because there, there is
0: still Ghost Matter on Timber Hearth, but it was up on the surface. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very crazy. Yeah.
1: It's nuts. Okay. Now Dark Bramble.
0: Oh, I love this place.
1: Um, This is... Freaking insane. Planet, <laughs> it's <dude>.
0: wild. <laughs> um,
1: maybe I should just <laughs> explain so really quickly what it is. So, this was originally a different planet. I think this is that additional planet they were talking about. Oh, I but see. But a bramble seed got like planted inside of yeah, it and from expanded. Somewhere else. And just like. So, there's all these yeah. like roots and uh, branches. And on like the tips of them are the, 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 what do you call it? The crust of that original planet—it sort of like grew from inside right. and it
0: just pushed push, it out, pushed it outwards. And and Feldspar yeah. says this can happen anywhere because we mentioned, hey, we found a seed on yes. the planet. He was like, like, dude, get rid of that get seed, get that thing off. Yes, it will eat <laughs> the planet eat
1: immediately. It will eat the whole planet. Yeah, like the, the, what happened here is going to happen on Timber Hearth. Like, get back there and freaking tell them get that thing out of there. Yeah. So um, that's. What this is, and these bramble seeds—these seeds that sort of expand and destroyed the planet—in the core of them is space where it looks small. It's like contained in this yes. small seed, yep. but you go inside and it expands.
0: And so it's a—it's it. There's a fractal nature to yes. the thing. Where have you ever seen those like fractal images where like renderings where you get closer to a thing and then it just becomes more things and then you just keep getting like old screensavers used to do this all the time and and you just keep getting closer and closer but the pattern never really changes and you keep experiencing the same thing over and over. Um, That's what's happening here. And it's great that it's a seed because a seed essentially is like a fractal. um, It's like all of a tree contained within like a a little thing. And then that thing then grows a tree that then produces its own seed. So that seed doesn't only have the information for the whole tree, but it also has information for the next there's seed that that tree seed. will produce. Yes. Now I know there's um, the, the the different gametes, but it, it has its own, you know, information that it provides, and of course it's informed by a different, a different pollen. Yeah. Um, but it still has the inform- its own information for that seed that then will slightly change depending on what else comes. Um, so it's really crazy it's to super think about. Cool. And then they're just kind of doing this whole thing here. Um, And it's so crazy when you fly into one and you realize, because you fly into more, the more and more that you fly in, the more and more it's like from an outside perspective, you're probably like microscopic. I know. very quickly. You become tiny. Yeah.
1: Or you would think, but that's probably technically not what's happening, but like. Well, no, because it's hard to to explain what is (laughs)
0: happening, especially with like the weird quantum stuff.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's 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 mind-bending, hard to comprehend yeah. what's actually happening, which was what makes it such a cool sci-fi concept.
0: So it's just the bending of space and time is what's happening. Yes. It's just bending, magnifying, pulling, pushing.
1: Yes. In ways in which it would seem to, the way we currently observe the universe, you're going into this tiny space and tiny space and tiny space, but yep. it's actually not that.
0: Mm. Uh, it's just that. Big space. It's impossible to explain. Have but, you heard? I've heard. Um, what's his name? Uh, give me a sec. His name is um, uh, 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 Penrose. Roger Penrose. Oh yes. Uh, he he talks about um, his theory of the big bang and how that kind of works. And he basically says that the um, once a universe like you know expands and becomes really big, he says there's a there's a way in which the universe itself can kind of he uses the word forget i hope people understand what he means there but <laughs> it forgets how big it is and it becomes the point for for the, for next, the next universe yeah. because it's a, it's um they say that the universe is expanding at an increasing rate yes. right which means that at some point it's just going to turn into a new explosion yeah. a new big bang for a new universe that will be a a jillion times bigger than this current one, but it won't matter because scale is relative. Yeah,
1: relative. Yeah, <laughs> and how exactly. many
0: times has it happened in the past is, sure. what, is what Penrose would ask.
1: This, this is all Crazy going back stuff. to Men in Black, dude. The universe is contained in the marble of the, like, <laughs> that's the right. cat. Like, that's right, And it yeah. just goes inside and inside and inside and inside further and further and further. It's like macro and micro I love levels, that. infinite both ways that's right. kind of thing, right? Uh, that's basically what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> uh it's so cool. Uh yeah. That's dark bramble yep. in a nutshell. And that's probably not the best explanation. But it's really hard it's the best I to navigate say. it because It is, yeah. There are these lights. You it's it's very like misty. There's like a like a like a what do you call it. Just a fog, a I don't fog. know. fog. Yeah that you can only see a very short distance in front of you. But there are these lights. There's red light. Red and white. And then there's a bunch of white lights. Bunch of white lights. And some of the white lights are cores of these seeds that take you into sort of one of those expanded spaces, right? But some of them. Many of them (laughs) are anglerfish lights that draw you into them and then they try to eat you. Want to kill you, yeah. It's pretty freaky. Very creepy. We, We were... And the short hoping drink, we would yeah. be able to talk about this, this is going to go up on November 1st. What's the day after uh, oh. not Thanksgiving uh, Halloween <laughs> Halloween? And we're going to make it kind yeah. of a Halloween thing because it's kind of scary, but I don't think it's scary enough to be a Halloween thing, but not it quite. is freaky, not it's quite. kind of creepy, but
0: it's creepy. Um, yeah, it's I actually found an interesting analogy with the whole anglerfish, but. Uh, feldspar, the way you find him, you have to, you have to use your little scope and like figure out where the sounds coming from, but it's coming from places that you then have to go into and then keep, keep like searching. It's not as easy as the other places. Yes, right. And eventually, you finally boop, 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 go into the final, you know, bramble that he's in, right? Yeah. And he's camped out inside the mouth of a of a dead anglerfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. He's just chilling, and it's like he's like they don't attack mouth. me
1: here. <laughs> and he's yeah, because they're territorial, or something, so they stick away from. it, yeah. Which was weird because there's that one part where three of them were right next to each other. But I did, yes, yeah. I saw that. That was crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah, you go talk to him. He gives you some hints. He's funny. He's just got a, a funny personality, right? He's Yeah. Uh, but that's the whole thing about like our species in general. And this kind of goes back to- Very cool. When the Nomai described them as yeah. being a hardy species. Like They'll hear existential threats and just be like, okay. <laughs> like, they don't give a fetch. Right. They're not. They They're not, just chilling they have in loads. the face <laughs> of like crazy stuff happening. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, freaking Gabro in his hammock when it gets lifted into space uh-huh, and then lands yes. again, and he just <laughs> continues playing his little freaking flute or whatever. What is he playing? He's playing. Oh, the what is he? A clarinet. Kind clarinet of thing. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: the the sp- ours is a species that does not experience stress. Like, no they, really at all there's
1: like they're chill about everything <laughs>
0: and it could be because the ghost matter killed all the natural predators and Maybe. so they didn't have to like <laughs> that's a good theory actually. have an anxiety response to anything
1: <laughs> that does uh that is a good theory i like that actually
0: and and they're um well i'm gonna guess they're asexual yeah they, they, they are I um think. i think so which means they didn't have to worry about Mate yep. competition either, yep, exactly. which means that the, basically all stress of life is gone. That's a you, you really get rid good of point. those two things. That's a really good point. <laughs> you have no worries, <laughs> and you can just kind of just laze around now, it's, it, now. Now there is how, uh, how would they become space spacefaring?
1: Who is afraid of space? He's you're like right, the you're one right. guy who seems. The and, guy in the I caves. I guess Chert doesn't want to go in the caves, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but the guy in the caves at Timber Heart. Oh, he's he, him too. Yeah, he didn't really right. care too. This okay, yeah. it's not, it's not exact, but most of them seem to be very chill, about just it. very chill. Um, low, low levels of stress, right? Um, but yeah, he he records his
1: crashes and talks about how what, what does he say? Uh, two crashes, uh, zero <laughs> boring, boring crashes. crashes. <laughs> yeah. So
0: uh, that one's so, and he he's even mentioned several times. He he did talk about that Giants Deep encounter with the tornadoes. Yes. and he said that he had a propensity for riding the tornadoes up into space, yep. and that what's his name would always get mad at him. Yeah, for like
1: it. don't do that. You can break your ship yeah. and
0: blah, blah blah. And then of course one of the tornadoes took him, down. dropped him down. He's like, but don't tell anyone it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> he seems he's got this image. He wants to keep up. Yep. He's projecting this. Oh, I'm the first. I'm the best. I'm the yeah. coolest. And I, but he, as we you know read his diaries and talk to him, it's so clear that he has just like barely fumbled his way through. Yeah, the whole he's thing. fumbled his way all the way through to the point where he's at now, where he literally can't do anything. He yeah, needs, he's trapped. He needs help. Yeah,
1: he's trapped here because <laughs> he was like doing maneuvers to avoid these anglerfish. He got clipped by a branch yeah. and then like ended up here. His ship's destroyed and he's trapped. But he's not worried about it. He's like, no. you, know, you, you ask him like, should I go tell people i come rescue? He's like, well, I guess, but like. <laughs> I kind of like it here. It's like peacefulish, and you know, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. chilling out and taking a break. <laughs> uh, but like, but when you think about it, th- this is the place the Nomai refused to go to to retrieve their warp core because of how dangerous right. it was. Yes. And, he's talking, and you find <laughs> out why. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about it being like a peacefulish place. Yeah, and he, he's cool here. You he know? gets
0: because he's like, you oh, know, back on Timber Hearth, I got all these expectations I had to live up to, but yeah. here I can just relax in peace, and I don't get to hear, and nobody gets to see me, and everything's fine. Yeah. Okay. So
1: anyway, um, I, I guess I haven't done that yet. I haven't gone back to Timberhearth to tell people, "Hey, I found Rybeck. or no, found, no, um, either, yeah. found Feldspar,
0: yeah. and
1: uh, we should probably go save him. <laughs> also, get this freaking bramble seed off our planet. Yes, I'll probably do that next time I load up a save. Just like spend some time in the village talking to people, see if okay, things have yeah. changed, because I haven't okay, done that yeah. since the beginning of the game. I haven't talked to people in the village. So, anyway, he gives you some hints about um, a jellyfish that is here. And how he found yeah. out how to get into the core of Giant Steep, the electrified yep. orb where the 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 probe, part of the probe, the cannon exploded and came down to. So you, if you hadn't learned how to do that yet, he basically gives you the hints. Yeah. You go and find the jellyfish and all that stuff you talked about earlier. He has like a, a note saying, do not eat this thing no matter do what. Do not
0: eat this. But thing. it's so insulated
1: funny. from electricity. Yeah. These are all the hints that we need to find out how to get in there. So... That's about all I have for um, Feldspar's camp. Okay. Then uh, Escape Pod 3. So there were three Escape Pods that tried to leave yeah, from the vessel. Yeah, this gets crazy. Tw- two of them, one and two. One, I think, went to Timber Hearth. Or, no, not Timber um, Hearth. The Twins. The Twins. Yeah. And Escape Pod 2 got to Brittle Hollow. Yeah. Escape Pod 3 never made it out of, of Dark Bramble. Right. Um, you use the... This distress signal that the other, which I talked about earlier, you have yeah. to have scanned those to actually get it to have, yeah. to be able to locate where it is. But you follow that signal. <laughs> you find escape pod three. Um, and basically uh th- they were chilling out like the, the Nomai in here until they ran out of breathable air or they were about to. And then they were like, okay, we got to get back to the vessel, but we're receiving two locations like two distress signals from it and the exact same distress signal they're like that makes no sense it's impossible how can there be two and so this is your clue of how you're supposed to find the vessel right yeah so they say okay we only have enough breathable air to get to this one which is closer to us right so we're going to that one
0: let's hope 50 50 let's hope that's it
1: what happened was they came to a bramble seed yep which is tech it's in there somewhere but yes. we can't enter this way yeah we have to have entered from another uh larger seed right. which has enough room for a ship to get inside of so they basically suffocated yeah they all because they made the wrong choice of where to go looking for the vessel yeah so you find their little grave with a bunch of them around a the bunch of them suit.
0: floating all over
1: and yep. this is your hint to shoot your uh
0: probe into probe into the, there yeah the little hole and
1: it will uh, replicate the probe so it's the, your ship is reading error. We your probe's like over here, but it's also
0: you know, it's, So then it's like oh, it's sweet. like
1: okay, now I'll we go, go that way, and then you find the vessel itself. But yeah. not until you've figured out how to very slowly navigate between like the, the bunch, the tendrils yeah, yeah. of like three anglerfish right there, and it's like it's oh really gosh, you're like looking creepy. up and trying to like go really between creepy. them without making any noise because they're blind, but they can hear. Anyway, then you get to the... The ship. The ship, the vessel itself. Where it's
0: like, hey, they didn't make it to the vessel, but um, it wouldn't have mattered much if they did. Yes. Because this vessel was in really bad shape.
1: Yeah. So, um, let's see. Eskel, I guess, was the name of, like, the clan leader or the captain of this thing.
0: There's a myth about Eskel,
1: right? Well, so... That's from the modern day. Yes. No, my, so well, I heard that's that. the, yes, that, that,
0: well, that comes it, in a second. It took me a while to realize that that's <laughs> yes. who was talking. I was like, wait a sec. Oh
1: man. Yeah. That's him. That's so, our solar system. You, you read basically, oh my gosh, our vessel is, we, we, we warped to the point where we thought the eye of the universe yeah. was supposed to be. And we encountered this freaking bramble seed. We got like, we're like, inside of this thing, and yeah. our ship's all damaged. Like, what the freak is going on? And it's like, oh my gosh. Um, let's see. We can send a message upon our arrival. This extraordinary signal appeared suddenly. It may disappear just as quickly. We can't lose the discovery of this incredible yep. blah, 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 blah. Distress signal. Uh, this is Eskel's vessel. Something went badly wrong during our warp, and our vessel is mortally wounded. We need help as quickly as possible. Our vessel appears to have has fused with the local environment somehow. There are vines that are now part of the vessel. It's been torn apart from the inside. We are abandoning our vessel. Any Nomai clans or spaceflight-capable species receiving this message, I implore you, we need your help. Is this broken? Can anyone hear me? Our vessel is dying. We need immediate assistance. On the other side of the room, you come across messages, but these are from Today, Nomai, yeah. like literally the same time as our Which I've been wondering this and, whole time, like are are the Nomai as a yeah. race, are they? Yep. are they still around? They are. They are. And they send a signal out to all the vessels. Yeah. And it came to this one somehow. They can't, they can't seem to get messages out yes. of here, the, but it came yeah, in. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the transmitter broke, yeah. but the receiver
1: still works. Yes. Or yeah. maybe... No, that's not right because we were able to receive the harmonica signal coming out of Bramble. So oh, I see what you mean. Maybe there. you're right. Maybe it's just something broke in the ship so they couldn't send the signal I think
0: that's out. what they mentioned. The yeah. transmitter broke, something like that.
1: So this is Canna, some modern Nomai out there somewhere. To any Nomai clans whose vessels can hear this message, it's clear the universe is dying. There are fewer and fewer resources and safe places within space now. The whole universe, yeah. So my clan and I believe the best option is for all of our clans to stay together. If you can reach the gloaming galaxy, where uh, we've found that Black Rock's suns are fairly stable, and life in this star system is comparatively thriving. We live in relative safety. If you prefer to continue exploring alone, know that you will be on your own. Bromi says, Canna, yeah. we're making our way to you. Canna says, it's good to hear from you, Bromi. We'll watch for your vessel. Has anyone heard from Neem? His clan was on its way to our vessel, but they've never arrived, and he hasn't sent any messages. I'm beginning to worry. So Bromi says, that is unsettling. It reminds me of that of old myth, myth yeah. of my grandf- that my grandfather used to tell me of the disappearance of Eskel, yeah. The Nomai who is the captain of this vessel oh, that we're in vessel. right now. Yeah. Clem, I remember hearing that story as a child. One day Eskel's vessel simply stopped responding. The other clan searched and searched, but found no trace. It was as if their f- missing friends had warped out of
0: existence. Of existence this itself. This was
1: crazy. Yeah. Inside of Bramble space is outside of the universe somewhere, I think. Sure. It's okay. outside of existence. Yeah. This is why gotcha. you can replicate Things and the universe doesn't break Uh, and the game doesn't end. Oh, very interesting. I feel like whatever Bramble is inside, it's outside of the universe. Hmm. It's some place outside of the universe. It's outside of existence. That's That's no myth, friends, says Hissop.
0: Well, I've got an idea here that, you know, the standard model of physics only explains... Super atomic, but sub black hole mass like objects, yes. basically, um, that as we enter into Dark Bramble and we start entering into this fractal, you know, getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. You know, as we descend smaller than the size of an atom, I guess, we descend <laughs> down to the scale where where physics kind of starts to break. Um, I wonder if that's what's happening. But.
1: Yeah, uh, that's no myth. My friends, Eskel's clan existed and their story was real.
0: Yeah, but see, this is funny. I like this for the game. I like that they do this for us. But how do you know? And they even ask him, like, how do you know? He's like, I, I believe it. <laughs> and I go, oh, yes, that's fine. I Like, I get it, but um, it's funny. He believes it, dude. He has faith. This um, would have happened a very long time ago. two two 280,000 years ago. Yeah, this is like our myths are often things that only happened like <laughs> Like 10,000 years yeah, ago. Not that long ago. Not
1: even 10. Yeah, like when, three, when when does 3, like 000. recorded history start? Like, like 4,
0: 4,000 four, four, thousand is five Egypt thousand years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, maybe well, more. Well, the, there five. was there was um but, like ancient Egypt, like 5 and or 6 stuff like that before them. The but, Sumerians and Sumerians, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: That would have been like what, five?
0: Five thousand. Yeah. I'd think it would be like around four to five thousand BC. So it was like 6,000, six thousand, five, six thousand years ago. Seven, something like that. Yeah. Uh
1: anyway, yeah. Not two hundred and eighty
0: thousand. <laughs> yeah. That's a long
1: time yeah, for, a, for a for However, a to have survived. However,
0: how are they measuring years here? That's a good question. Because it's entirely possible that question. on Timber Hearth, like that planet goes around that sun in not very much time. Yeah. and so If that's it, a year, <laughs> well, if a year like maybe five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a very short time. So anyways, I don't know how they're measuring years. I would assume it's similar to ours because they say 22 in minutes. Everything
1: in this game is compressed, so. It is, yeah. it
0: is, except the, the minute. The minute is still one minute because well, they do 22 minutes to the Nomai is 22 minutes to us and to the, what, what species are we? Uh, I don't know what we're called. Okay, whatever we are. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the p- personas we are anyways. We all have this concept of a minute and it works.
1: Yes. Uh, okay, so what a curious event to have passed into myth. Our ancestors ancestors were told that story when they were young. Are you sure it's true? Hyssop? Hyssop says it was a very long time ago, but yes, my clan's ancestors searched for Eskul's clan for a long time, but in the end, none of them were able to, or were ever seen again. It's the only time in our history a vessel has ever disappeared this way.
0: Yeah. See, cause I was going to say like, dude, vessels go missing all the time. Why would you develop a myth around like, Oh, this one dude and his ship went missing one day. Um, they must have disappeared out of all existence. Like, did you search every corner of the universe? Like, you know that they're not, they're gone. It seems that but they're at least the they nomi, get between
1: galaxies because that make yes, their way to yeah, the gloaming galaxy.
0: So, but anyways, they have ways of searching, I guess, but this has never happened before. That's great. That's wild. Like the nomai are very good and deficient. If uh, a ship disappearing has just never happened ever.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kyle's saying hearthians. That's the name of our species. Oh, hearthians, the heart. Like oh, right? Well, timber
0: that's hearth. like earthlings though. Yeah. It's like anything from Earth. I guess Earthlings are humans, but like well, a deer, think, would a deer that, that be term, an earthling? That
1: term is used in the game, hearthling. Oh, okay, okay. So cool. That's what the, the, they refer to themselves. Oh,
0: I always the, just yeah. assumed it was anything from hearth, but I guess specifically us yeah. or hearthians. All right, gotcha, cool.
1: So Neem, the person they were looking for just now, shows yeah. up. up. I hope you're not comparing Escol's story to my clan's vessel, because they were just talking about, Neem's missing, oh no, we're worrying. And that's what brought up this whole conversation. So Neem shows up. Don't compare me to Escol. That's bad luck. <laughs> Clem <laughs> <I'm> says Neem <trying. laughs> my friend we feared you were gone and then Neem says not yet we aren't but nearly we found trouble during our warp the triple suns of the bright spark star system <clears> exploded <throat> and it was only a lucky coincidence we weren't caught in the blast we'll meet you soon Kana and then Kana says I have I'm one relieved. thing I have one thing go
0: ahead okay so Neem they thought he had disappeared but he was but he came back right yes and they say that reminds me of this myth yes like the idea of a pattern Right, like a pattern happening m- in, the, in modern times, it verifies a pattern that happened in mythology. Oh, uh, sure. Right, like if you see something happening now and like, oh my gosh, that's like this old story, you know, that it, it lends credence. credence it lends to validity, it. validity to the old story sure. when similar things happen in, in your time. Then it's like, oh, maybe that was true, right? Yeah. So that, that's a normal human behavior, I guess a normal know-my way to kind of recognize patterns. That's a good point.
1: I'm relieved your clan is safe, Neem. It's good to hear your words. Any vessels nearby, remember to be extremely cautious of potentially unstable stars, which is most of them. Which now. is that's <laughs> crazy. So, um the only other thing that I cuz I like I said, I sort of came to a place where it's like there's more to explore in the vessel. Yeah, and yeah. I was like Really? Cuz I <laughs> like uh they're in that in that uh, sort of bridge room or whatever. Yeah. There's some little oh. balls you can move around, yes, and it brings up this little.
0: It's like a triangular. It's like a triangular
1: block down. that yeah. you can create patterns with. You move it around, and you can yeah. kind of draw shapes.
0: Um, the coordinates. To oh my the, fetch! To right. the eye of the universe. Oh my fetch! Right? I just now oh realized my fetch, that you're right. That's I'm, where you put them in. I'm going to go back oh, right fetch. now, and I'm going to go put those. That's <laughs> that's it. You I fetching figured it I out. I didn't think of that. Oh, I just only, only since you had told me about the coordinates being symbols. Well, we'll see what to do with them. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I hadn't really thought. I just assumed that the Harthians would know what the symbols meant. Not until you like 30 minutes. Yeah, that's ago. it. Because <laughs> that's that's a freaking. Because it's a three digit. That's a pattern. Um,
1: yes, and that's yeah. a. Uh, it's a core. It's it's a computer to put in coordinates so the ship can freaking warp there, there.
0: There you go. Oh my fetch! That's it. I just. That's so funny. It's like you you get some pieces, I get some pieces, we come and we talk about it, and then we go back and we know what to do. That's the way the world is supposed to work. Well, I love it. I'm going to go to the quantum moon anyways, <laughs> yes, but I think, yes. I have a
1: feeling, well.
0: <laughs> I want to go do that, though. I can't believe I didn't even think to do that.
1: Because I haven't been to the Ash Twin Project yet, either. I'm guessing uh, there's I probably am. still something we're missing you here. You've
0: got to hit up Hollow Lantern just to check that. That Yeah.
1: But I think we've just—I th- specifically the way people are responding in the comments here. I think we just <laughs> figured out how
0: to win the game. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, but
0: uh, okay. Well, I've got an—I've got another thing here. Okay, that I think I f- figured out about this game. Okay, and it has to do with the anglerfish. I was talking with—I was talking with Feldspar, and he, we were just talking anglerfish, you know, just as as one does, and he was saying, yeah, those anglerfish, man, they have this light that produces a signal that attracts people to it. Mm. But it's a trap. Mm-hmm. And then they just eat you. Yeah. And the, uh, this was the thing that really did it in my mind was that Feldspar says, you know, those anglerfish, they're blind. They, they don't have eyes. They can't mm-hmm. see. So what you think is an eye, as you go towards the light, turns out to be a thing that doesn't have an eye. There is no eye. Mm. There is just a a beacon that gets you to go to a place so that a thing can can then consume you and and steal your time. Now, I don't know. Wait a second. I don't know what that means, but I Mm. feel like the anglerfish are maybe a microcosm of the game itself. Yes. Or
1: of what the eye of the
0: universe... Yes, exactly. Right? Yep. So... So it sends a signal. But here's the thing: and we're like, ooh, how intriguing! I can't resist. The eye of the universe ooh, it itself
1: may not be nefarious. It may I don't just be know. used. by I think Bramble so. to pull people to it, so Bramble can consume them. Sure. Whatever these sure. Bramble seeds are, yeah. Right? Whatever their origin is, whatever ghost matter like we still don't right, really know that true. yet
0: right yeah there's so there are multiple potentials that it could be but i think that concept the, they could why just have they came here
1: they could have just latched onto so to speak the eye of yeah. the universe and used it to attract things there right. so that they could just blop, grab them so whatever ghost matter is whatever bramble seeds are Maybe that's what they're using the Eye of the Universe for, because they've already been speculating on that. They've already been saying, "What if the Eye of the Universe is didn't call to us? What if right. it's
0: uh, yeah yeah? Is, what it's if it's gone? Now. Just talking to any
1: spacefaring race, or what if it's not talking at all? Right. We we've made all these assumptions about it. What if it's nothing special other than just a lure to bring people here to try to figure out this mystery, and then uh, ghost matter kills them, or something or something." Like I don't know,
0: man. I don't know, because there's some evolutionary explanations for it, but I don't know how they would apply to this game. Because in terms of, like, evolution, right? Like, how, what does Bramble benefit from, from like, these Nomai that showed up there and just, like, yeah. like a little bit, but not, like, cosmically. Not, like, we're going to attract, because that would mean this would have happened many times in the past. Sure. Like, ooh, there's tons of space-surfing races. We're going to attract them here and then eat them, and that's an evolutionary strategy, right? Yes. Um it's been three hundred thousand years, and Nomai and us—that's basically it. So I don't see that as like a viable strategy, if that's the strategy necessarily. Um, anyways, I'm trying to think through it, but I—I yeah. I don't know. I can't—I can't help but think. I just had that revelation about the anglerfish. It's got to be. Well, relevant. then there's
1: this whole. There's still a lot of mysteries that haven't been solved yet. Why are yeah. all the stars blowing up? The end of the universe, yeah. Yeah, why is that happening? The Nomai
0: are pretty smart. Because this if is they not... They think it's the end of the universe. This is
1: not heat death. This is not... No, it's The not, universe expanding yeah. so far away that everything dies. Exactly. Heat
0: death is where everything... Because this is what... What was it? Um... Oh, I can't remember which scientist said this, but that the universe will not go out with a bang; it'll go out with a whimper. Something yes, like that. Yes, right. That it. And, but this universe in this game is, is going is out with banging, a bang. bang it's yes. a fireworks show. Right. So it's it's not heat death. This as is not we a n-
1: natural yeah heat death of the universe that was described in the school district on Brittle Hollow. This yes. is something yeah, yeah. causing it to happen. Right. That the it, nomi it's didn't going do out with a bang now because they are noticing it and they're like fetch, like get to this relatively stable place. So they're not making it yeah. happen. I, my guess is it's ghost matter. Ghost matter is creating uh, this problem,
0: but when well, then and the exploding stars just spread the ghost matter to the next yeah, areas and it just, I think so. It will eventually envelop the whole universe
1: uh, or or they're being carried okay. on other what well, what well, comets, or comets and things. Sure. Random sort matter. of like floating asteroids, planets, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's just a kind of expanding exponentially. But then they've got the bramble seeds. I mean, what are those and how is that related or are they yeah, related Seattle. at all? Yeah. And w- how do you get out of existence by going inside?
0: <laughs> that's the question. And at what so, point did you exit existence? Was it this millimeters in <laughs> or, you know, <clears throat> it's probably not how it works. When does I'm a chair? Just saying, exactly.
1: <laughs> do chairs exist?
0: Um, <laughs> all right.
1: That's it for this week's episode. Oh, By next week, so I think we'll have worked it all out. We'll finish the main game, Quantum yeah. Moon. We'll put the coordinates in and find out if we can find a way to the Eye of the Universe, <laughs> and um, then we'll do. We'll carry on after that the next week to The uh, the DLC, which I think comes from the Moon of Timber Hearth. I think it starts. Oh, there. okay, cool. There's some sort of link you're supposed to create or something.
0: I haven't checked it out yet. Anyway, we'll do
1: that the time after that. So I think it's looking like three episodes to the end. Okay, cool. One more for the end of the main game, two more for For the DLC DLC. and
0: okay great. I think.
1: Thanks for watching everybody. We'll see you next time. All right. Peace out.